Tomorrow uh, is uh, Anzac Day uh, right around the nation. Uh, and uh, here in South Australia and Adelaide, the expectation is we're going to see crowds returning to the sort of number that we saw pre-COVID. So 2019 and before the dawn service uh, will take place, obviously, here in the city at the War Memorial. Uh, and then the parade will commence at about 9.30 from the corner of North Terrace and Gawler Place in the city. Uh, Ian Smith from the RSL joins us here on 5 to Blade Breakfast. Ian can you can you predict with any degree of um, accuracy how big a crowd's going to be for the for this Anzac Day, and would you expect it's going to be one of the biggest we've seen in a while? Uh, g'day, guys. Yeah, I, look, I really I, I, I suspect, given that the weather is going to be brilliant, mm. um, I, I think that uh, we should be back to sort of pre-COVID um, maximum crowd levels of around about eight thousand people. I would have thought the dawn service. And uh, we're certainly hoping that there will be... There's been a bit of a slow return for some of the marching groups because of uh, a range of reasons, I suppose, age and other things as well, um, uh, after COVID. Um, so we're hoping that uh, everyone will come in and march because, you know, there's absolutely no restrictions. Um, we'd, we'd love to see people in the city and it's going to be a wonderful day to come in and watch the uh, march as well. Ian, Will and I were honoured to meet uh, Chuck Fowler a few years ago. We did a wonderful interview w- with him um, about his time as a POW um, and all of his memories of, of, of those who, who gave their lives and those who returned and, and how they sort of re-entered society after the, the horrors of being prisoners of the Japanese. How many of the World War II veterans are left here now in South Australia? Well, we're not absolutely certain, but we certainly know the ones that will uh, that will probably be turning up, um, assuming they're having a reasonable day. Um, we're expecting around about between 25 and 30 World War II veterans, which really is quite surprising because we know of ones who have passed away, but new people, and they're not new, obviously, there are over 100, most of them, but um, they haven't previously marched. So some people are moving to Adelaide from the country um, to live with family or, or, or to be close to family, perhaps, um, and also some people who have never marched before and, uh, you know, at the age of 100 decide, oh, I think I'll, I think I'll march on Anzac Day. So it's really um, uh, amazing to see them. They are really amazing people. And as you say, Chuck Fowler, um, <laughs> what a character. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, uh, and, and, you know, a guy with a really positive outlook on a lot of life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why he is the age he is and he's still, you know, kicking around. So, yeah, totally. So um, I'm really looking forward to seeing him and his his best mate, Jack Thomas's son, Andrew, is going to be pushing him in the march in his wheelchair. So oh, that's terrific. a really lovely connection too. We had an opportunity to chat with him a year ago and he's just an incredible person that tells remarkable stories. And he's, he's of yeah. that. He's of the year of those men that served as well with the selflessness. I read with interest about the last rat of Tobruk um, that's around, who who declined in interviews. He said, I'm not here to be a martyr or spoken about. If you want to write a story about the rats of Tobruk, write it about the blokes who died. Don't write it about me. And I thought that sort of sums up the mentality of those kind of guys. But it did get me thinking to David's questioning about the future of Anzac Days and marches. What what happens over the next decade as we approach a point in time where there's no World War I uh, veterans any longer there'll be no world war ii veterans shortly what becomes of the march and what becomes of the day from the rsl's perspective well i mean we we see it as um uh as two parts basically we want to continue to honor those that have served and they are all gone now like the world war one veterans um and we're doing it through um uh having some banners made for the march to represent all of those people that served and died mm. in, in uh, world war one and that will happen with world war two um, so we'll be still representing them in the march. Um, and then 
The other thing to remember is, you know, we've got a, a, a large number of people who served in Vietnam, mm. um, a very large number of people who served in uh, in East Timor and in, uh, in, in Afghanistan and Iraq. And um, it takes a few years for some veterans to decide that they're going to march. Mm. And as I just mentioned, it can take a long time for people to decide to march. So I think it will wax and wane over time, but I'm sure that there will be um, younger veterans um, who will uh, start marching. I, I didn't start marching until I was in my 40s, so it's not terribly surprising that um, some people don't want to do that straight away. Sometimes I feel weird being mm. in the same march with these World War II veterans, and you know, frankly, I felt like that too. Was that mm. was that the thing that kept, that kept you away from, from, from marching yourself for a while, Ian, that you felt like, and wrong, wrongly, I would say, but did you feel like your contribution was less than theirs somehow, or, or, or what was the, what was going through your mind? Yeah, look, I, th- I think that, um, you know, I, I, I went overseas and served on operations during a period where there weren't very many people being sent from the ADF, so there was a big gap back to Vietnam, really, uh, for people who'd been in a, a war situation, and um, and I just felt like I wasn't sure I was supposed to be there. I had an uncle who served in Vietnam. My grandfather was badly wounded on the Western Front in World War One. I... I just wasn't sure that that was where I was supposed to be quite yet. Hmm. Um, and I, after a time, I, I, you know, I realised the thing that you just described, and that is that um, everyone's service is valuable. Yeah. Everybody hmm. signed a, everyone signed a, a, a contract which basically said up to and including my life if that's necessary. And um, uh, and that applies to everybody, not just those who got sent overseas, but those who served in Australia for long periods, ready to go whenever they were needed and who weren't asked to go. Yep. Um, and uh, all those people should be able to come and march. And, and we make a point in the Adelaide March of ensuring that there's a place for absolutely everyone. If you pulled on Australia's uniform, there's a place for you to march in um, our march. Yeah, well said. It's interesting, just to reflect on that, thinking, obviously, we all know the historic origins of Anzac Day, but it's a big call to sign that contract. And I, I, I'll be honest, I... I couldn't see myself signing that contract, and I, I think I, I don't, don't know if I can speak for Will. I'm not, I'm not sure if he's yeah, a, he's absolutely. a yes. It's a unique decision to make yeah. for your country. Yeah. It, look, it is, I and mean, I think back on it now. You know, there's a reason why they get young people to do this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the you, you get the greater your, your uh, sense of self-preservation, <laughs> and uh, you know, new guys are not as old as me, but nevertheless, uh, I, I think you know you 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 sort of realise that. Um, uh, you've got a um, uh, you, you've got one life, and when you're young, sometimes that can um, you don't realise or think about the risks. Um, mm. And uh, and once you join, of course, you know there's a whole bunch of other people around you who, are, who have made the same decision. Mm. And the cohesion is what keeps you going and what keeps you doing what you do. Um, it's a, it's the mateship and the comradeship, um, and not even want, not wanting to let your mates down. Mm. And um, you know that that's just as evident in the people that served in Afghanistan as it is in people like Chuck Fowler or my grandfather. You know? Yeah, mm. totally. Well, mate, lest we forget, and um, let's hope that, that, that prediction is right. There's no excuses weather-wise for not getting out there. It's going to be absolutely beautiful to <laughs> see the yep. sun come up on Anzac Day. Yeah. So good on you, Ian, on, Ian. Smith from uh, the um, Returned Services League of South Australia. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.